Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Ooh, I love when we do cautionary tales, big guy. Here's the headline, cautionary tale of Dilbert, Chris Lamb. Ooh. Uh, yes, this comes from Chris Lamb of The Conversation. I didn't even know this was such a thing. Have you d- Tell me about this publication, Brandon. Well, Chris Lamb is the professor of journalism at uh, IU, so he's a pretty oh. legit dude. Hoosier. I can't give you his woke, woke-a-meter thing. I think that the, the mag is out there, but like, the dude's definitely a 10 on the woke-a-meter. I don't know. I mean, he might be somewhere in the middle. Clearly, he is a professional journalist, and he's commenting on this. He's really, this article is really commenting on not so much what Scott Adams said, more of why what he said was a journalistic no-no. So that's what's kind of interesting on it. Okay, I'm glad because I think we're going to disagree on this. Scott Adams, who's been putting the Dilbert comic together for since like 1989, on his YouTube program, Real Coffee with Scott Adams, reacted to a survey by Rasmussen that concluded only 53% of black Americans agreed with the statement, it's okay to be white. If only about half thought it was okay to be white, Adams said, disqualified black Americans as a hate group, he went on to say, I don't want to have anything to do with them, quote, and I would say based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the F away because there's no fixing this, end quote. Until recently, Dilbert ran in more than 2,000 daily newspapers across 65 countries. But once that came out, he's not running anywhere. So this is free speech in our country. You're allowed to kind of say whatever you want, as Scott Adams is. But there's also market forces that interact with free speech is what I feel like is going on here. Well, without question. I mean, this is a a very clear issue is that and that's what this article talks all about is that Scott, you know, people have made comments. Uh, cartoonists have given incendiary cartoons forever to Dating back to the Revolutionary War. I mean, so it's not like this is a new thing for comics no, but, to, to comment. But right. no, Gilbert this, was just workplace comics. He right. was never... But what I'm saying is, like, political ca- cartoons have always had a place within dialogue, yeah. right? What Scott Adams did is he, he has this... I, I went down this rabbit hole, dude. I spent way, way too yes. much time looking into I love, this. I, did you I, end I, up in I, a hate group? <laughs> Were you hanging out with some I, Nazis? I did notice the Tuesday. irony is he has this YouTube channel, and it's amazing how many people get on there and just give racist rhetoric in his little comments. Like uh, a lot of racists. If you want to find them, there's lots of racists out there. Oh my goodness! I was like, ooh, that's where they're they're going to Scott <laughs> Adams' page now. I did go back to look at this to look at what Scott Adams. In fact, I I went so down far down to the to the yes. rabbit hole that I looked up Jesus Hotep. Do you know? Or Hotep Jesus. Have you heard of Hotep Jesus? No. He's this, he's this black, what? like, wacko no. conser- uh, conspiracy theory guy. He does homeschooling his kids. Wow. You really are teaching me something today. Yeah. He, he had Scott Adams on there, and they talked about it. And, you know, he was th- – my point weighing is that Scott Adams is a little bit of a nut job. But I think it, remi- it what it reminded me of was this. Do you remember when dude from uh, Kramer – from Seinfeld got up on stage, did his yes. act, and he said the N-word. And he was trying to be fr- provocative and funny, but it just blew up at his face and it ended his career. Do you remember when that happened? I do remember that. What he was doing was trying to say that 
the word is not what's important. It's the action that's important. But people, all they could hear was the word. He made a fatal error in judgment in oh, terms of what people yes. would accept or not. But yes. No, but I'm saying, but in his mind, he wasn't racist. He was just saying, look, this is, it's not okay to say this word is bad and that word's not bad. He clearly didn't read the room. That's what Scott Adams did. He didn't read the room. Now, now that's incorrect. That's just flat out. So oh, Scott okay. Adams, for over 20 years, has made strongly close to the line racist comments. Yes, this is not his point. first. This no. is not his first. And so the guy Kramer, I, why are we? What's that guy's name? The actor that played Kramer. It doesn't matter. Well, Whatever it is, it'll come up in the. He thing. went on stage and said the N word a lot, which was just bad. But he hadn't. He didn't have a 20 year history of saying racist comments on shows. Scott Adams clearly is a racist. Yeah, I listened to him defend it, and it was kind of interesting because he said, I've always, always defended black people. I've always, you know, I worked with Black Lives Matter. He made this whole point about what he did. I don't know the veracity of this at all. By the way, the actor is Michael Richards, but that I don't know the veracity of his claim. You know, he said, oh, I I, used, I love black people. He even said, I identified as black for a while. It was like, he's clearly a nut job. But his point is simply this. This is what he was trying to say. He was saying, look, if 53% of black people say it's not okay to be white, then that's a problem. Now, his way of handling it was like, white people, you know, let's separate the nations, right? I mean, that's not the answer. The answer would have been for Scott Adams with his, you know, if he's on there and he actually cares, he would have said, wait a second, there's something wrong with that. Now, you could argue, hey, you know what? Black people have been downtrodden and marginalized for 400 years. Of course they don't trust white people. There was a little bit of that, like, oh, you're, you know, for 20 years, white people have been down. I'm like, wait a second, dude, for 400 years, black people have been. We're going to take a few hits, is my point. Scott Adams isn't willing to take any hits. So, you've not been doing this as long as I have. But I hope that you will. I hope for the next 20 years, me and you get to do this show and you will have lots of public record for your opinions. Yeah. I have 20 years of doing this and I have not said bad things. So if I say the N word or something crazy, they go like, oh, he said something wrong over 25 years. I guarantee if you do this for 20 more years, just because I know you will, you're going to get some hot water for something you're going to say. Yes. But people will go like, well, I know him and I have this much history with him. He's not a racist. It's when you so I hope we as America, we don't just judge people for something said once. We give them a fuller perspective of who they are, what they you know. This guy, Scott Adams, has a podcast and he said lots of bad things. Yeah. So we're not judging him on just this runaway from black people. We're judging him on his full context of work. Yeah, I think that the in- interesting thing about Scott Adams, and again, I went as far down the rabbit hole on Scott Adams as I wanted to go. I've read Dilbert. I thought Dilbert was yeah. a great. It was like yeah. it was you know it was like Genius. office space in you know pretty funny. Anybody that's ever worked in an office, uh, pretty pretty darn funny. I think that my only comment, if this gets me in trouble, so be it. Uh oh, is that there is this Uh-oh. immediate idea that if somebody says something, I'm not saying Scott what Scott Adams said was right. I think it's stupid. You should. I mean, dude, whatever. Dude, you lost your entire livelihood because of a stupid comment. Oh, you hold made. on, just just real quick as a point of information. He's been doing this for twenty years. He's got lots of money. He did not lose his livelihood. The dude is fine. Well, he's no longer right, but he's no longer in any of these papers. But guess what? He's got probably a hundred million dollars in the bank. And you know what I kind of like is that, hey, he'd rather 
be a racist and tell the truth as he sees it than make $100 million as a cartoonist anymore. Yeah, and I think that his argument and lots of people's argument was like, he's being canceled. And this article was basically saying, no, he wasn't being canceled. He didn't read the room. You know, there's you can say things. Bill Maher says stuff all the time, you know, that are a little bit off, but he's always kind of careful about couching it correctly. And that's what Scott, Scott Adams, I was watching this dude. I'm like, he just, I mean, if anything, all the comments that are on the side, he doesn't even respond to them. I'd be like, hey, you can't be saying that about people on my show. You know what I mean? I go, I'm going to cut off my comments if you're going to be making racist comments. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, you're part of – you. you're giving tacit agreement to something when you allow those comments to go unchecked. So I think Scott Adams, his point was he's saying I'm being canceled because of my political views. I don't think that's what's happening. I think what's happening is these newspapers got to sell newspapers. And if they leave this guy in there – People don't yeah. like racists. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is there a certain percentage of the population that are okay with racists? Yes. But a greater percentage of it are not okay with racists, and that's what Scott Adams has found. I mean, I watched it. Number one, his podcast is terrible. It's just him sitting in this It's. Uh, I just don't think it's that interesting. He does it because he's got a bully pulpit, because he's a famous, wealthy comic strip guy right and, and of a very funny comic or somebody would say it's not funny, whatever but I, I mean it was obviously if i haven't read it in years but it was clearly had its moment in the sun he made his money and now he's just off there well guess what dude you, the, the market has spoken people don't like racists and companies corporations don't like racists even though they oftentimes do things that are stupid they are going to look at the bottom line first so i are you saying it's okay to be a racist which, <laughs> yes, I, whether, that's whether what you, I'm saying, Larry. No, but, I'm saying it's not. But you I'm can saying, no, no, no. But here, it's okay to be a racist, but it's also okay for market forces to say we're going to shove you in a corner, racist. Because yes, that's just the reality of the situation. I mean, like, look, it's not like half of these newspapers cut them. I mean, if there were newspapers out there that were like, hey, listen, man. People in our our city love racist stuff. We're going to keep running this guy. Yeah. They're not. That's my point is, is I think that no one is saying it's okay to be, are people racist? Absolutely. He even goes on to say in there, he goes, yes, of course I'm a racist. If you say, you know, that I want to defend yeah. my, uh, you know, myself and white people, then I'm a racist. I'm like, okay, dude, you need <laughs> to figure out how you say things, right? Because being a racist is not a good thing. Whether you're a black racist, a white racist, an Asian racist, it doesn't matter. No one thinks that's a really good thing unless they, too, are a racist. But by the way, racism is not going away. Never. No. No. So there are going to be racists, and they're going to say racist things. Right. But the pro I think a little bit of the problem is, and it continues to be and will continue to be, you always get on me about it. As long as the YouTubes work out there and they allow for the platform to exist, it's going to continue, right? Yeah. This, you couldn't just... Uh, in the more modern era, I'm sure in the 1800s, you could make all sorts of racist comments and no one cared. But ultimately, in the more modern era, you really couldn't make these incendiary comments and get away with it in the mainstream media. They're pushing and saying, you should be able to say whatever you want. I'm like, you know what? As long as you're not shouting fire in a, in a crowded movie theater and you're not in, in, uh, inspiring people to go out and murder people of another race, you can say whatever you want, ultimately. But the bottom line is you are going to be shut down economically if you do. That's the long and the short. And just once again, to kind of clarify, though, this is not cancel culture. This is not the work. <laughs> no, like... no, he, he did it to himself. 
This isn't like something he was like, hey, we just don't like Scott Adams. We're going to cancel it because he has all white people on there, right? <laughs> I mean, he introduced his first black character, and the black character uh, identified as white in the comic strip, and he got in trouble for that. I mean, Scott Adams thinks that he's really funny and smart, and it clearly seems that he's a little bit off. Yeah, it's a bummer that the, the world has races. He, I, I, yes. No truer statement was ever said, Larry, but we are out of time. So I'd like to thank you for teaching me not to like racists. 101 North at third in San Mateo. It's a three-car crash cleared out of the second lane from the left. Back at things up to just about Kehoe. Stalled car continues for the Bay Bridge westbound attitude at the high rise. It is in the right lane. 